With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's everybody doing? All right. Ready for a little open forum Q&A? Boy, I'll tell you, if you are a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals, you don't like the news today. Your quarterback, Joe Burrow, was carted off the field, and apparently he has a calf strain. Man, oh, man. And I'll tell you this, don't think that that's not a big deal because calf injuries can linger. So you got to hope the best for Burrow. This is not the way, and again, I know it's July. So that that is the good news. But uh, ask anyone that's had a calf strain, those things can really linger. So hopefully that is not the case with uh, Joe Burrow. All right, fire away with your questions today. Glad to have you here on If You Don't Like That. NFL training camps, they're all underway. Brock Purdy looks good with San Francisco. Those are the reports. Arm strength, very good. So if you are a fan of the 49ers, if you can keep your quarterback upright this year and keep him healthy, uh, I think the 49ers have a really good chance in the NFC this year. I think they're loaded. They got the skill positions. They've got the defense. Obviously, they've got to get Bosa, you know, in camp and get him on the field. And I think that they will. So, you know, I- I'm not too worried about that in July. Yeah, let's go is right. Kenneth says, let's go, Grant. Let's fire up this Thursday night. I'm right with you, buddy. Let's fire it up. All right. You can ask me any questions uh, that you have on your mind as it pertains to my lawsuit. Uh, We are very happy with the ruling from uh, the judge uh, this week as my case is proceeding full steam ahead. And we are very much looking forward to our day in court. And uh, again, I'll keep you posted. But uh, the judge has accepted uh, two of our claims for our lawsuit. And I'm, again, very hopeful that uh, this thing will be rectified and will be resolved uh, to uh, our satisfaction. And I think I speak for a lot of the people. I think what's gone on uh, in this country uh, is beyond sad. I think I have uh, clearly, without any debate, been a victim of cancel culture. And I think it's wrong, not just for me, but for others. And so we'll see what happens, you know, we'll see what happens. All right. Kenneth says Bosa, Armstead, Hargrave, uh, and the Drake Jackson 10th, or excuse me, quarterback's worst nightmare. And hopefully we'll make it 
uh, that much easier in the secondary. You're, you're right about that. Here's the deal. I'm not worried about guys that aren't on the practice field in July. I'm not really worried about guys that aren't on the practice field in the first half of August. I would like to have them be on the field for at least two weeks before the first game. But, you know, there you have it. John's checking in. Hello, John. Great seeing you this evening, Grant. Come fight the good fight. Got my sleeves rolled up to my freaking neck, John. You know that. Got them rolled up to my freaking neck. Absolutely. So, uh, again, I'm I'm not going to sit here and lie. This has not been an enjoyable process. All right? I, I don't want that to be misconstrued. All right? Uh, it's It's not enjoyable process to go through but it's a necessary one and so uh, we're doing everything that we can do cody says uh, hope joe burrow is okay you, he better be okay you know i mean he is their franchise uh again the fact that it's i shouldn't say the middle of july that would be wrong it's the end of july keep on saying middle of july i guess i should look at my freaking calendar in Pierre. it's not the middle of july it's the end of july wake the hell up would you please Middle of July, my ass. It's the end of July. Look at the calendar. What's wrong with you? It's almost August. Wake up. So I'm not worried about guys that aren't in camp at the end of July or the first couple of weeks in August. All right? There you have it. We got Patrick checking in from Long Island, New York. Hello, sir. He says, hey, Grant. Absolutely. We have got uh, this one saying, hey, Grant, do you see Saquon staying with the Giants past this season? Yeah, if he has a good year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I'll tell you, the, uh, the Giants, to me, are a team that, like last year, I shouldn't say like last year because they surprised everyone. There are big expectations for the Giants this year. I'm not so sure that they might not be a little overvalued right now. We'll see. I mean, I, I love getting Darren Waller. I mean, I think that makes the Giants so much better offensively. And if Saquon does stay healthy, I think the Giants will be among the top NFL offenses in the NFC. I really do. I think they'll be right up there. Now, the question is, will their defense be able to hold the fourth down? You know, inside linebacker, key. So, pass rush, very good up front with Williams. Dexter Lawrence. So, you got Ojolari. You have, you know, your, your top pick from last year in Thibodeau. I mean, you got... You've got some pieces. It's all about health in the National Football League. You know, it really is. Just the way it is. All right. Let's see what we have here. This one from Drought, 16 years. Grant, when do you see Seattle getting an NBA team again? Within five years, I think they will have an NBA team. I think within five years. The question is, is it going to be an existing team? or an expansion team. It looks to me at the moment it's going to be an expansion team. So, you know. 
Uh, Grant, how is it watching late live sports on the East Coast? For example, Yankees night games when they play California teams. I don't watch them. It's too late. I mean, the games don't even start until 10 or 10.30 at night. I mean, it's a real problem. Even Monday night football. You know, they moved it up a half hour, but a lot of times the games don't end till midnight. Uh, you know, the championship game. NCAA championship, uh, NF, uh, both football and, and basketball, very late. Very late. So it's not easy. You're, 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 you know, if you're on the West Coast, you got the life. You know, sometimes you could say the game start too early. You know, if the game is on the East Coast and it starts at 4 o'clock Pacific. But I'd rather have a game start at 4 o'clock Pacific than 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock or 10.30. I mean, games that start at 10 or 10.30 – I very rarely see anything past the halfway point. I just don't. Uh-huh. I just don't. All right. Good question. Kenneth wants to know, do I think that Saquon hurt the other future running back contracts by accepting such a low offer with a chance of still getting franchised next year? No. I don't think he, I don't think it affects anything. I think that the system for running backs is what it is. It's been determined. I mean, it's not changing. So I don't think it really matters what Saquon did or did not do. It's not like all of a sudden the Giants are going to find a suitcase of money and go, oh, yeah, here, we were hiding this in the back room. You know, it, it doesn't work like that in football. You got a hard cap. You got to manage the cap. You have to put a value on every position. It's not like the Giants don't love Saquon Barkley. They love the guy. Okay, it has nothing to do with that. It's a business. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Saquon is uh, in camp, and it's not going to change. You know, the collective bargaining agreement is what it is. And when you get a new CBA, maybe maybe that will change the system for running backs. The biggest problem I see in the National Football League, there needs to be a cap on how much you can pay any one individual. Like, it's absurd to me, absurd, that Justin Herbert – He's currently the highest paid player in the NFL at 52.5 million average a year. It's absurd. That's the problem in the NFL. That's the system that needs to be changed. You can't be paying Justin Herbert 52.5 million a year and then have 10 million left over for your running back. That's the biggest problem. And when you look at what Aaron Rodgers did, now he's got a ton of money, but he gave back 35 million in total cap to the to the Jets. Think about that. Why would why would Let's say another quarterback of his stature, and by his stature, I'm talking about with that kind of money. Say, all right, I'm willing to restructure my deal to take some less, like less money, so you can help me get better players on the field, which gives me a better chance of succeeding. You know, that's the point I have. That's the problem I have. That, that you are right when you say, Kenneth. I would say the same about Jalen Brown. You are right. Here's another one. Jalen Brown's contract is overpaid. It is. It is. But in basketball, you have loopholes to be able to do that and still have money left over. You can be a tax team. You can pay the luxury tax. It's expensive. But, you know, that's what Joe Lacob has done with the Warriors. He pays the tax. So, yeah, is he overpaid? Yeah, I mean, is he, should he be the highest paid player in basketball? No. But it's the right time. And that's the business model of the Boston Celtics. So I'm not really sure 
you know, what the answer is. But in football, with a hard cap, I think the answer is there needs to be a, a hard cap on what you can pay one player. I just think it's wrong. I do. I, I just think it's absurd. You know, when you, th- I want you to think about this for a minute. Now, I understand that there's, in the NFL, there's guaranteed money. But let's just say uh, the guaranteed money is, again, we're talking guaranteed money. All of these guys are getting guaranteed money near $200 million. Okay? Deshaun Watson got his whole contract guaranteed. So that means you don't have to worry about what happens if I get hurt. You're still going to get your 160, 180, 200 million dollars. What kind of life can you not live on with that kind of money? Even let's just say you lose, let's say you got 180 guaranteed. Let's say you lose including agent fees and taxes 50%. All right? You're in the clear of 90 million dollars. 90 million. What is it that you're not going to be able to do if you have guaranteed net of 90 million dollars? I mean, come on. You know? There you go. Cody has an interesting chat message. Aaron Rodgers gave New York Jets money, so the blame can't be pointed at him when things go south. There you have it. Appreciate the love. Hit the thumbs up button, people. Some people don't deserve it. Grant genuinely does. I appreciate the love. Thank you very much. All right. Do I think that Jalen Brown is a top 15 player? I do, yes. I mean, he was second All-NBA team last year. That's why he was able to get the uh, super expense. Or the super max, I should say. The super max. All right, hey, glad to have you on board. I want to tell you about the Westside Grill coming to Bennett's, all right, in the Blue Oaks Town Center. As a matter of fact... You can get a sneak peek from Brian Bennett with some goodies. And all you need to do is check out my Twitter handle at Grant Napier show, or you can look at, look at, you can listen to my podcast and my video rant from today where the link is on there. And all you got to do is click on the link, fill out the quick form, and you might be going to Bennett's with the owner, Brian Bennett. Bennett's, prime seafood and steaks. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. All right, and you see my Twitter handle is at Grant Napier Show. Right before I came on today, I put the link on the show. All right, so the link is there. So you should be good to go. All right, my rant, everything else, but on my Twitter handle, at Grant Napier Show, click on the link. And maybe you will be at the soft opening private tour with Brian Bennett. Well, I would say this about some of these messages that I'm getting. Kenneth says at one point, Mike Conley was the highest played player. It's all about timing. It is all about timing. Absolutely correct. You know, here's one Tatum and Brown will never win a championship together. I think it 
would have happened already. Your thoughts? I think that's way premature. They're both entering their prime. Why could they not win a championship together? Now you got a new look. You lose Marcus Smart, but you have Porzingis. I don't agree with you at all. I think they could win a championship together. We're not talking about guys that are 33 and 34 years old. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this question from Zachary. Do I know if Brock's injury affects him from full potential? Not based on what I'm hearing. Based on what I'm hearing, he looks outstanding at practice. So, no, I wouldn't think so. But I, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what's going to happen two or three months from now as it relates to the arm. Is it healed and fully healed and, you know, it's good to go? I mean, I would think that's what the answer is, yes. You know, absolutely. You know, the question is, so what do they have to pay Tatum then? You know, Brown's not even the best player on his team and Tatum is younger. Well, you know, Tatum's already got his deal done. So, it really, they got both guys signed, sealed, and delivered. All right? Somebody says uh, that's why they lost Smart. That's a huge deal, right? Well, they got Kristaps Porzingis, who's coming off a tremendous year with Washington. So, you know, it's not like they got chopped liver back. And I like Marcus Smart. I think he's a hell of a player. But they didn't win a championship with Smart, with Brown and Tatum. So they're they're changing things around a little bit. So is it a big deal? Yeah, you lost a really good player. But, like, the Kings lost a really good player in Tyrese Halliburton. But they got a really good player back in DeMontis Sabonis. You know, a lot of times, you know, you forget, you know, in order to get a good player, you have to give up a good player. So what you're doing is you're changing the pieces around, hoping that it's a better fit together, you know, as a team. You know, you, you can't just forget about that. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't lose Marcus Smart for nothing. You know, they lost Marcus Smart and gained Kristaps Porzingis. All right, let's get to uh, some more questions here on the open forum Q&A. If healthy, how far do the Warriors go next season? If healthy, I think they could make it to the conference finals if healthy. I mean, they still have a lot of talent. So I can't imagine them being healthy, though. Why would I think they're going to be healthy when they haven't been healthy in the last several years, and now you have 38-year-old Chris Paul. I don't I don't see it, you know? Interesting question. I wonder if Marcus Smart can revive the Grizzlies' culture and get Jaws' head back on straight. I, that's a fabulous question, as Morant misses the first 25 games of the season. that That is going to be very interesting. What happens? All right? What happens? You know, I think that we make too much of the impact in the locker room with that team. So I think Smart's impact in the locker room, and now he's not there as the difference maker. You you don't know anything about the impact in the locker room because you're not in the locker room. I'm not in the locker room, okay? You know, who's to say that the, the culture is not going to be better in the locker room? I'm not saying Marcus Smart was a problem. That's not the point I'm trying to make, but sometimes we make too much out of that. Sometimes as fans, we look – to areas that don't need to be looked at, okay? I mean, very often we come up with things to make us as sports fans sound knowledgeable when we really don't know what the real story is. So I, th I would just say this. It's an interesting question, but I would say, well, let's just wait and see, all right? There you have it. 
Uh, Cody asked, Grant, do you think it's good news for the Charlotte Hornets fans having new ownership? Yeah, Michael Jordan was a terrible owner. Terrible. Awful. I mean, that that as great as Michael Jordan was as a player, he obviously had no clue on being an owner and putting a good team on the floor. Now, I know that's he hired a general manager, and I understand, but he, let's face it, he had a lot of power in the decision making. That's where we're that's where we're at. All right. There we have it. All right. Uh here we go. This is from let's see. The trade topic ties to one thing I learned in economics class in college at Humboldt State, now known as Cal Poly Humboldt. Trade is good exhibit one would be the trade between the Kings and Pacers. You had to go to a college and you had to study economics to learn that? Are you like trying to punk me here? Hello? You got to go to college to learn that the trade between the Kings and the Pacers was a good trade? Huh? Am I missing something here? Did I not read that right? The trade topic ties to one thing I learned in economics class in college at Humboldt State. Trade is good. Exhibit one with the trade between the Kings and Pacers. I went to Bowling Green. I didn't learn that in college. I missed that one. But I learned what a good trade was when I was in grade school. I learned what a good trade was then. The Yanks made a trade with the Twins one year. I learned at age five that the trade that the Yankees made with the Boston Red Sox to get Babe Ruth was a really good trade. I learned that at five. When my dad took me to Yankee Stadium, we were watching Mickey Mantle play, and he was telling me about Babe Ruth. And he was telling me that the Yankees acquired him from Boston. And I'm like, wait a minute, he wasn't on the Yankees when he began his career? My dad said, nope. And at age five, I said to my dad, man, that's a really good trade. Five years old, sitting in the upper deck in left field at Yankee Stadium. Five years old. Told my dad, wow, that's a good trade for the Yankees. I'm looking at his monument at center field on the warning track. Yeah. Age five. So my dad said, you see out there at center field, you see those statues, those monuments? I said, yeah. He goes, one of those are Babe Ruth. I'm like, wow, that's a really good trade. I didn't know what the word exhibit made, so I don't think I said to my dad, gee, would that be exhibit one? But I did say to my dad, Man, that's a really good trade. You know, I'm just busting your chops, right? He said, no, I got a business degree there. You know, I'm just busting your ass, right? We're having fun. It's called entertainment. I'm sure you did. All right. That was my little mini rant. All right. That's my little mini rant. But you don't need to go to college to learn what a good trade is in sports. It's okay, buddy. You know, I'm just busting your ass. All right. All, All good. 
I'm just having fun with you. All right. Just like when people have fun with me on the stream and give me a hard time about stuff, it's all good. You know, just among the boys here. Okay. No disrespect to any of the uh, females that are on the stream, but we're all good. All right. All right. There we have it. All right. Let's move on. Uh, I picked on him enough. I don't want to do that. All right. There we have it. It's a very good question, Patrick. I didn't see Shane and Dable trash judge publicly like Sean Payton did to Hacker today. Very low class by Sean Payton. And, and I like it. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Lonnie. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't know what Sean Payton's thinking of. You know, I, I don't. Why do that? You know, why do that? Do I ever talk? Lance wants to know, do I ever talk to JB or any of the old bench mob squad? And who overall was the best player in the locker room for the Kings team? That's easy. Vladdy Divac was clearly the guy in the locker room. He kept that whole team together. Uh, I, I do. I stay in touch with JB. I stay in touch with uh, a lot of the players on the bench mob. Scott Pollard is a dear friend of mine. Uh, there are others that I've stayed in touch with. You know, when Hito was there, I still am very close with Hito. You know, Bobby, obviously, for years, I would play in Bobby's golf tournament. He would play in my golf tournament. I'm so happy for Bobby that he's now with uh, the 76ers coaching staff. Yeah, so Jim Jackson, for a while, was part of that. I see Jim, used to see him quite often on the circuit. So, yeah, absolutely, you know. All right. Speaking of sports, rants, can we get a live rant right now, please, from the best to ever do it? Well, I kind of did a rant. I didn't go totally off, but can you give me some topics? Grant, have you jumped on the soccer bandwagon? No, I am not watching women's soccer. I have been very clear about this. First of all, I am not that big of a soccer fan. So let me, first of all, be very transparent about this. I, I don't watch much soccer. So I think that's first and foremost that I need to say. I don't watch much soccer. But this women's national team has turned me off so much so that I won't watch it. And I will not watch anything that Megan Rapino is involved in. I think she is an absolute disgrace. And I do not want to support anything that she's involved in. Period. So if you're asking me if I'm watching the United States women's team, the answer is no. If you ask me, am I rooting against them? No, I'm not rooting against them. I'm not going to root against the team that is playing for the United States, but I'm not rooting for them. All right. I'm not sitting here when their match is going on going, wow, I can't wait to see the score and I hope they win. I'm not. I'm also not hoping that they lose. So no, I'm not watching it. All right. I'm not. Again, here's another question. All good. Are you watching the Women's World Cup? The U.S. got a draw against the Netherlands last night. Can you see the U.S. not winning the World Cup? Again, I'm not the person to ask as far as the powers of women's soccer, you know, around the globe. So I can't do it, you know? 
let's see. This is a text message. I read a story about your case in court. Reddit's not getting dismissed. Update. No, it's not getting dismissed. The judge ruled in our favor on uh, my political speech and by wrongful termination. And so we are moving forward with the lawsuit. So, no, it is not getting dismissed. It is not getting dismissed. So thank you for checking in. I'll keep you updated uh, whenever I can. All right. There we have it. Uh, somebody asked, just curious if I'm a soccer fan in general. No, I'm not a soccer fan. I watch it uh, occasionally. I I'm just not. Now, I would say this. I did watch the World Cup final between Argentina and France, and I thought that was a phenomenal spectacle. Phenomenal. Uh, I watched the whole match. Uh, I, I did think that was phenomenal. I really do. Uh, that, that was a phenomenal World Cup final. Phenomenal. But I think that was the only match I watched. I take that back. I did watch uh, the U U.S. and when they lost their their the match that they had to win to get out of their pool or, or the match that they lost to eliminate them from the tournament, I should say, I and I can't even remember off the top of my head who they were playing, but I did watch that match as well. There you have it, all right? There we have it. Uh, you know what? You can do the research yourself. Just Google Megan Rapino, and you can either put Megan Rapino controversy or Megan Rapino, and you can you can do a little work yourself, all right? There you have it. So, all right, here's a really good question. Sean asks, what's your opinion on the state of sports talk radio? I'm finding it almost unlistenable lately. Unbelievable that Larry Kruger was fired from KMBR. Sports radio is a dying breed compared to the way it was a short period of time ago. The reality is that a lot of people in the industry that have been doing it for a long time, such as myself and such as Larry Kruger, are finding that you can work on a format like this, still make an income and work when you want and how you want without anybody breathing down your neck. And you don't have to get in your car and drive through traffic and walk into a studio and go to work. You can take your laptop, and your equipment, and you can do your show from Europe, Australia, Asia, Idaho, wherever you want. All you need is the internet. And you can come on at four in the morning or four in the afternoon, and all you need to do is notify your audience, and that's why it's really important if you haven't already done so to please hit the subscribe button so that whenever I do a show, and I will be doing impromptu shows, you get notified. And you're like, wow, Napes is coming on in 10 minutes. I didn't even know that. Well, if you hit the subscribe button, you'll be notified. You're not going to be getting emails. You're not going to be getting bothered. You're not going to be getting spam mail. You're not going to be getting calls. It's just you hit the subscribe button. That way you know when I'm doing my work. All right? 
So there you have it. Thank you for that. It was the Netherlands. That's correct. That beat the U.S. men's team in uh, Qatar. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I could not remember who they lost to. So you asked me about sports talk radio. One of the biggest complaints that I've had about sports talk radio is there are too many that are on sports talk radio that never leave the studio. So they, they talk as if they know what's going on, but you don't see them in the locker rooms after games and you don't say that, that bothers me. All right. That's one of the issues. The other issue is the market is so saturated now because of satellite radio and because of YouTube and, you know, Periscope and TikTok, and we can go on and on. People now want to watch and listen to their favorite content when it's convenient for them. Not convenient for me, convenient for you. And so right now I don't have a ton of people on this channel at what is it, 32, right? Okay, and I've got people also watching via uh, Periscope. I don't know what the numbers are on that. But when I download this to an audio-only format, which I will do when I'm off this stream, and I put it on my podcast platform and my webpage, I will have a significant four-digit audience, okay? So not a lot of people are watching my content necessarily live, but a lot of people are watching my content when they want to watch it and listen to it. So this number for people that go to YouTube will increase by a couple of hundred, but the people that listen to it on my audio platform, it will be a four-digit number. So, you know, that's really where we're at with absorbing our content. Look at Joe Rogan. Look at the money he's making on his podcast. Most people don't listen to his podcast live. Most people are listening to it when they're working out, going for a walk, on the train, going to work, in the car. That's the life we're living in, you know? That's it, all right? Uh, someone says, Grant, congrats on the judge ruling in your favor. I'm praying you win. Thank you very much. I really sincerely appreciate that, all right? I really appreciate that. Uh, this is true. A lot of the personalities don't go to the studio. They broadcast from home. I would say this, and I, I'd love to get your take on this, Patrick, and, and everyone else, all right? I don't really care where the individual that I'm watching is working from. I don't care if they're in a studio. I don't care if they're at home. I don't care if they're in a hotel room. I don't care if they're on vacation. I don't really care. It does not matter to me because I'm not watching them because I want to see where they're at. I'm watching them or listening to them for their content. So that as long as they're prepared and they know what they're talking about, I don't really care. Or if they're entertaining, it doesn't matter to me where they're at. I don't, I don't care. You know, a lot of people have no idea where I'm at. People assume that I'm here or I'm there. People have no idea where I am. You have, you don't, you don't have any idea where I am right now. And I bet you it doesn't matter to you. I bet you it makes no difference to you where I'm at right now and what time it is and what time zone I'm in. You don't care, do you? Like, why would you care? Like, it doesn't matter. 
I'm up to speed on everything that's going on. I'm watching everything, although I didn't watch the soccer match, but you get the point. Like for me as a consumer, I don't care. It makes no difference to me. You know? There you have it. All right. Um, all right. Here's a very interesting comment. I think another issue is that there is little to no criticism towards the home team that is being covered. There is too many commentators that salute the flag. I would say that's true. All right. To a, a degree in some markets, but not a lot. You won't that you don't get that in Philadelphia. You don't get that in New York. You don't get that in Boston. You don't get that in Chicago. You that that's not what happens. Okay. Um, I would say this as the TV voice of the Sacramento Kings for 32 years and a host on the radio for what 27. I I tried to be very objective. Were there times when I did not cross the line? Yeah, there were. But I was critical of the team when it when I had to be critical because I don't want to lose my credibility. So I think it depends what market you're in and the individual. There are a lot of vanilla cupcake hosts on radio stations. There are. There are there are a lot of cupcake hosts and they're vanilla. And then here you have the other extreme. The other extreme of that is you have young, inexperienced broadcasters who think the best way to move up in this business is to go counter to what your main talk show hosts are saying and be critical and draw attention to yourself. What they don't understand is they don't have the credibility to make comments like that. And so they end up hurting themselves as opposed to advancing in the business. That's been my experience. You know, that's been my experience. This show is sponsored by better help stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't know. I have not watched one Sacramento Kings game since I left. Not one. I, I have not watched one home telecast so yeah listen to gary gerald 
you know. You are 100% correct. Miami is a soft topic city. You're right. I don't know. Do you know that since I've lived in Miami, I've never listened to one local sports talk show? Not one. Not one. You know? Not one. I, I love Carmichael Dave. He's a good friend of mine, and he's unbelievably talented. He's very, very talented. Um, if I do a book, says Matthew, you should 100% do an audio book read by you also. I will. I will. You know? How about this? This is interesting. I work in Miami Sports Radio. The only one is Joe Rose as he keeps it real. I appreciate that. Where do you work in Miami? Thank you for that. That's awesome. I tell you, I love Miami. I I, I think Miami is a, a great place to be. I, I've, I've met so many phenomenal people in Miami. You know what I like about Miami is that most of the people there are from other parts of the world. And I, I love that. I love an international flair. I've met so many great people from the Caribbean, from South America. I've met so many people from Colombia, Brazil, Ecuador. I mean, I can go on and on. Venezuela, that live in Miami. Great people, great people. And I've learned so much about their culture and their way of life. Um, I've met, you know, a, a lady and her husband that work at a restaurant from Peru. And I love talking to them, you know, about their culture and everything else. So there you have it. Well, John, I appreciate that you don't care where I am, but I'll tell you where I do wish I was, John. I wish I was uh, next to your barbecue and you were cooking me dinner. That's where I wish I was, you know? Absolutely. Uh, somebody says the international flair is nice, and when you go to Broward or Palm Beach, it's like New York, New Jersey. I have experienced that. I've only been uh, to uh, Palm Beach and West Palm Beach maybe two or three times because I've got a, a good friend from Philadelphia there and they, he lives on, what is it? Singer Island. Is that what it's called? Singer Island. So, but I have, I haven't been there a lot. You know, I have not been a lot. Well, you know, Cody, I haven't heard commercials. He says, I, I hear commercials asking people to save AM radio. I guess people don't want the AM radio anymore. Only FM, I guess, you know, I guess. It's, uh, it is what it is. It really is. It is what it is. Okay. This individual's in Deerfield beach right off, uh, I 95. I'm very familiar with that. Well, I really appreciate you, uh, checking me out here on the stream. What's my favorite food in Miami. I don't really have a favorite food, but I have favorite places. One of my favorite places to go is on, well, Probably my favorite place to go in Miami is Smith and Walensky's at South Point. I love sitting outdoors and people watching. And there's a there's a huge, it's right on the water. And people roller skate, rollerblade, walk, have their dogs. And then the cruise ships, literally, you could throw a rock and hit the cruise ship. And I'm not exaggerating. And I love sitting out there in the late afternoon, early evening, and watching all the ships go by. It's fascinating. It's incredible. Like, I love that. 
So that that probably, uh, and then I love going to Bayside in downtown Miami. I love Bayside. Matter of fact, I used to, for me, well, I lived about a mile. I lived about a mile from Bayside, but it would take me about 20 or 25 minutes to walk there because, you know, you can't walk across water. I know people think I walk across water. I do not walk across water. So you would have to make, you know, go all the way down and around and back. So um, I love Bayside and they just redid it. Yeah, Bayside is great. I love Bayside. It's right next to the arena and it's awesome. You know, if you haven't, I'll tell you this. And I really, I, I would ex- encourage anyone to go to South Florida. Boat campers for me in Fort Lauderdale Beach. Check that out. I'll put it on my list. Thank you for the recommendation. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. All right. How did I meet Ryan from Sacktown? Ryan was uh, a huge fan and is a huge fan of the Jim Rome show. And I used to fill in for Romy all the time. And so Ryan used to be a contributor and was a supporter of mine. And then he reached out to me, I think via social media once. And I responded to him. And then he wanted to get into broadcasting. And I started to help him and gave him advice and kind of, I guess, for lack of a better term, mentored him. And now he's doing stuff with me. That's how I met him. I'm really happy. He's really, really improved incredibly uh, in the last year. You know, Uh, trust me, I do not walk on water. I barely walk on concrete very well these days. So, uh, no, you know, Uh, is Key West nice? Key West is unbelievable. Matter of fact, uh, I did a podcast uh, back in, I think it was January of 2021 when I met Virgily who became and is one of my best friends and I'm so happy she's getting married on December 2nd and uh, her family owns a house in Key West and so we've all been down there two or three times and her family is just delightful delightful so we've gone down there and uh, just incredible. Well, how about that, Patrick? Jim Rome is where I found you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. But um, her father is from Nigeria. Fabulous man, owns a, a big construction company. And he and I have gotten to be very close and I respect him so much. And her family is just phenomenal. So we always go there for their house to Thanksgiving in Orlando. I've been to their house to watch the Super Bowl. We have done a lot of uh, socializing together on special occasions, such as birthdays. And But Key West, I do enjoy Key West, you know? Absolutely. A visit to Miami once is mandatory. I would agree. You know, I, I Miami's a great city, and I hope you do get a chance uh, to check it out. It's, um, you know, it's... Um, or you work at 5.60 a.m. in Miami. Well, I hope that your work's going well. And uh, good job to you. I really do. Thank you. Mm. John, of course I would come on your podcast. Are you kidding me? And I would make fun of you for the entire show, John. 
there you have it. Uh, it should be a fun season for Miami if uh, Tua stays on the field. You know, I would agree with you. They should be very good. You know, as far as traveling, I find that, you know, I grew up in a cold environment in the wintertime in New York. And then I went to college in Northwest Ohio. And you don't realize when you're growing up and experiencing that, that there's anything other than four seasons. You, you just don't. Like you, you are, you, you have summer, you have fall, you have winter and you have spring and it is just the way it is. And that's the way it was for really the first 25 years of my life. Even when I moved from Ohio to Decatur, Illinois, and you don't really comprehend what it would be like. Cause you only know what you know, right? You don't know what you don't know. So I don't know what it's like living in Florida in the wintertime or California or other tropical climates. You, you, you don't really think about it. You, 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 your mind is programmed to think of those places only as vacation places. Not like, wow, there are actually people that live there year round. Like that's not, it's not how you think at, when you're, when you're that age. And when I moved to California in 1987, I was like, Wow. And I, I said to myself, I will never live in the cold again unless I absolutely have to. Okay. So once you get out of the cold, you generally don't want to go back to it. You know, I, I have a lot of friends from Minneapolis that have relocated and they're like, I'm never moving back there. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I understand. I, I understand completely. So, you know, I'm now kind of spoiled. I don't even own a jacket. Like, I do not own a jacket. Nothing. I don't even have a jacket. I have two pairs of jeans. I have, like, a a light pullover that I can wear if it gets a little bit cool. I don't own a jacket. Yeah, I don't even have a jacket. I have what? Three sweaters? You know? Clear it out. Gave it all to goodwill. Gave it all to goodwill. Say, he says, I'm the same with that right now. Where are you from originally? Are you from South Florida? Or do you relocate? You may have told me in, oh, here you go. You did tell me. You went to school in Southeast Ohio. So you know. Yeah, you're like me. The hell with that. You know, hey, Sea Dog, good to have you on the stream, buddy. And uh, it happens every year. And, it, and listen, Sea Dog, we're at the end of July. The opening night is not until what the eighth, with the first weekend of football on the eleventh, so or the tenth and the eleventh. So it it's gonna this just the tip of the iceberg. But Joe Burrow carted off the field today, you know, with a calf injury. You know, yeah. What is a jacket? Very good point. I would have no idea from Connecticut. All right. Good job right there. So, yeah, I'm done with the cold weather. I am done with the cold weather. See what's going on here. All right. Um, so, what else you want to talk about today? Anything else before you wrap this up? You know? Absolutely. You know what? You reach out to me. 
I'd be happy to come on your podcast. Reach out to me. All right. My, uh, let me give you my email. Send me an email to uh, gnapier at gmail.com. gnapier at gmail.com. And I'd be more than happy to come on your podcast. There you have it. So, I've, you know, there aren't too many places that I've lived that I hated. Uh, there are places that I lived that weren't very good. I mean, Decatur, Illinois, for that time in my life, was probably perfect for me. But boy, it's not the best place in the world to live. But for where I was in my life to get experience from age 24 to 27 being on TV and gosh, I mean, I had the greatest experiences there. I'm at Bush Stadium covering Whitey Ball. I'm at Wrigley Field covering the Cubs. I'm at Soldier Field covering the Bears. I'm at Illinois football and basketball games. I mean, the what I was covering was great. Great. You know, I watched Sean Payton. I covered Sean Payton when he was the quarterback uh, in school in Illinois. I didn't even realize it at the time. You know, I would be there and shooting highlights at, what was it, Eastern Illinois? What, I don't even know what the hell the name of the, the school is anymore. But, uh, yeah, I watched Sean Payton play college football quarterback and uh, actually was there with my video camera for getting highlights for the sports at night. So is. It's a pretty amazing experience. I'll tell you something else that was neat. Uh, in Decatur, uh, they had the best fast pit, best women's fast pitch softball team in the country, and they were well known. And it was the ADM Staley's, I believe, or what have you. They were great, and I used to actually go and watch that a lot. That that they were they were unbelievable. So uh, yeah, Eastern Illinois. There you have it. Used to go to Eastern Illinois uh, quite often. That's where I met uh, one of my real fondest memories of the NFL. I was covering the St. Louis Cardinals at training camp uh, at e Eastern Illinois. Is it Mattoon, I believe? And Larry Wilson, who I used to watch as a kid, destroyed people from his safety position playing for the Cardinals was their general manager. And I'll never forget this. I had to walk into the building, like a campus building, to get my press credential to go out onto the field. And practice had already begun. And for some reason, Larry Wilson was still in the building. He was just getting ready to leave to go watch practice. And he walks right over to me and goes, can I help you? I said, yeah, I'm just here to get my press credential. I'm Grant Napier. I'm from uh, Decatur. And he goes, hey, it's very nice to meet you, Larry Wilson. I go, oh, wow. I said, listen, uh, Mr. Wilson, I, I don't mean to impose, but I'm from New York and I grew up watching you play. You're one of my favorite players that I ever watched uh, sitting in the bleachers at Yankee Stadium. And I'll tell you, he could not have been nicer. We actually talked about the players on his team and being at Yankee Stadium and playing against the Giants. And I'll never forget this. He said, listen, whatever you need, you just let me know. You are welcome here anytime. We are really appreciative that you made the drive from Decatur to come down and cover us. And Jim Hannafin was the coach. And Jim Hannafin was great. Jim Hannafin's one of those lifers. Jim Hannafin, Jim Hannafin is synonymous with the National Football League. And Neil Lomax was the quarterback. And Neil, to this day, to this day, Neil is among my top five favorite athletes that I've ever covered. And when Neil later on in life, 
ended up playing at the Celebrity Golf Tournament in Tahoe when I was doing the Kings games and everything else. I interviewed Neil. And Neil comes over and he sits down and goes, Grant, so good to see you again. And he goes, what are you doing? I go, oh, I'm out in Sacramento. I'm the TV announcer for the Kings. And he was so happy for me, genuinely happy for me. But he remembered me. And I was just like, wow. And Roy Green, you know, Jets dream. Neil Lomax to Roy Green. What a combination that was. Man, great days. Great days. I do know that Tony Romo also went to Eastern Illinois. Very familiar with that. Yes. Yes, he did. So. Uh, yes, it was a softball league in Illinois, but they played around the country, not just in uh, Illinois. You know, it was uh, uh, Archer's Daniel Midland and Staley's. They, 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 their softball teams were the best. They used to go around the country, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, th those, I'll tell you, those were uh, great days to get all of the experience. Thank you, John. John says you're the best, Grant. I'm not the best, but I appreciate your support. You know? Man, the, when I think back to all of those days, yeah, I could easily get Neil Lomax on my podcast if I could locate him. I don't have his information, but Neil would come on my podcast in a minute. Neil Lomax. What a great man. Love Neil. And we used to talk about, you know, he had hip surgery and he goes, hey, the reason for this is uh, the guy on your team, because he knew I was a big time Giants fan. He goes, Lawrence Taylor's the reason why I'm walking around with artificial hips. I go, I, I get it. You know, I understand. Neil used to tell stories about game planning for Lawrence Taylor. And he goes, you couldn't. And he goes, let me tell you something. He goes, there weren't a lot of players in the NFL that you were fearful of when you were getting ready to play. He goes, but I can assure you there wasn't one time I would ever walk out of the huddle and not look to see where number 56 was. And he goes, he was a nightmare. He goes, I, 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 he goes, I don't even know how many times I've been sacked by uh, number 56. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Incredible. Yeah, Cody, uh, Shohei Otani is pretty freaking good, huh? Yeah. Says Shohei Otani doing Otani things again. See the best player in baseball? I think he is, right? Uh, Grant, who's your favorite NBA broadcaster? It's been Marv Albert and will be Marv Albert forever. Number one, you know, number one. All right. So tomorrow, what should I do tomorrow? You want me to do Listen Up or you want me to do this? What do you think? This? Just hit me up, go, uh, you can make it real quick. Go L-A or Y-T on the comments, all right? Go L-A for Listen App, Y-T for YouTube, you know? Uh, Mitch Richmond stories. You know, Mitch was a phenomenal player. I mean, I could talk about Mitch for an hour, you know? All right, we got uh, Listen App, we got YouTube, we got YouTube. We got YouTube. We got YouTube. I know C-Dog wants me to do Listen App. He's such a phenomenal caller. Got YouTube. YouTube. Looks like I'm going to be doing it here. A lot of people like this format, you know. YouTube. You like this, huh? You like just asking me questions? All right. Uh, 
Patrick says can go either way. Thank you very much, Patrick. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Well, I think I'm going to be doing it on YouTube tomorrow. Is this a good time? You like this time? This is a good time for me, you know? Jay's here saying both are great. Thank you, Jay. I hope that you are doing well. Good for you to be joining me here on the stream. Uh, Sea Dog is the best. Yeah, you know? Listen app at four. YouTube at five. I could do that, you know? I could do that. How about this? Um, let me think about this for a minute. I guess I could do that once in a while. You know, I could do that a little bit. So we love talking to you. Well, I love the phone calls too. Do you think if I did both in a day, it would be too much? Like it would be oversaturating or would you be okay if I did both listen app and YouTube? Well, I love the calls. So, I mean, I love both, you know, <laughs> a day night double header. I love that. Uh, YouTube, I'm having my wisdom teeth out tomorrow, but I love this, this message day, night, double header. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is beautiful. A day, night, double header. Oh my gosh. That's a classic. All right. Here's what I'll do tomorrow. All right. For everybody. John says you can do both grant. You can do it. Let's see. All right, here's what we're going to do tomorrow. I'm going to do Listen App at 4 o'clock, all right? 4 o'clock tomorrow, Listen App, 5 o'clock, YouTube. How about that? Think so? Sound good? That way you can talk to me for a while at 4 and then I'll come on and do this at 5 o'clock Pacific. There you have it. You all talked me into it. I won't do that every day. But you know what? We'll wrap up the week. We'll do that tomorrow. You people are freaking awesome. You're awesome. You know who else is awesome? New Works Plumbing. They're so loyal. Love them. Service for your plumbing, your repairs. Call that number on your screen or go to SACServicePlumbing.com. New Works Plumbing. They have got a fix for you. And don't forget to check out my link on my Twitter handle, at Grant Napier Show, or you can listen to today's, uh, or watch today's rant, and I have my link on my YouTube page there as well. So you can get a sneak peek and a private tour of this beautiful new restaurant coming to Rockland, all right? That's Bennett's Prime Seafood and Steaks. And you see my Twitter handle right there, uh, at Grant Napier Show. So it's right there for you. Easy to do. All right. Easy to do. And maybe you'll be uh, on your way there. All right. So tomorrow, four o'clock, listen app, five o'clock right here. Love you all. You're awesome. Each and every one of you. John, how about you, man? You, you got it. Four and five. John, that's what you wanted. So, John, here's the deal. I don't do things for free. You owe me. When I come to Sacktown, you owe me a, you know, tri-tip good cut of steak, whatever, you're cooking for me, John. Let's make sure we have an understanding. All right? That's part of the deal. All right? Yeah, the new Bennett's location is phenomenal. I had a tour of there last month. It's going to be awesome. 
You're going to absolutely love it. All right. You all are freaking awesome. Mark says, great show. Well, you make it great. Phenomenal questions today. All right. Phenomenal questions. I'll see you tomorrow. Four o'clock. Listen app. five o'clock right here on. If you don't like that. Oh boy. So long, everybody. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.